Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Real Madrid Talk, the podcast where we give you the latest news on the greatest club in the world, Real Madrid. We have a lot to talk about in today's show. My name is Chris Rodriguez, your host for Real Madrid Talk, of course. And first, I want to thank you. I want to welcome you to the to the channel, to the podcast. I think we're going to start a YouTube channel where we give you the video form of this podcast. Or maybe we can chop video clips of the news that we cover in every show. And that way you can enjoy a different type of content on that channel. So just stay tuned for more about that. Also, I want to I just want to thank you guys for for staying tuned. I mean, the episodes we just started this this year in September, I believe, and, and a lot of people are getting connected. A lot of people are listening to the to the podcast. And I just want to I, I think I'm blessed and and I want to thank you guys for 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 staying tuned to more episodes. And um in, in today's uh, today's episode is really really loaded. We're going to speak about Real Madrid's game against Sevilla, a great win. Of course, Vinicius Jr. once again. Vinicius is on fire, on fuego. Definitely somebody that we need to talk about today. Also, some things that Carlo Ancelotti said, some things that Casemiro said, and also some things that Julian Lopetegui's Sevilla's uh, manager, he came out and said a few things. Uh, and a lot of things he said was that they deserve to take the win instead of Real Madrid. So uh, we're going to speak about that. Also, it looks like Benzema is not going to take the golden the golden ball or the Ballon d'Or, however you want to call it. It looks like Lionel Messi is going to take it, but we don't know for sure yet. You know, we're waiting for the results, but everything leads to uh, Benzema not winning once again this trophy. Also, we're gonna at the end we're gonna give you an injury update of uh, David Alaba as he 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 got injured and he was substituted against Sheriff. He did play against Sevilla this past weekend, but a lot of people are commenting and saying that he's still injured and he, he's, he's getting worse. But I'm going to calm things down here because I have information from Spain, information that, that he is good to go. So we're going to speak a little bit about that at the end, just to reassure the fans. But let's get started with today's show, guys. Thank you so much for listening once again to the Real Madrid podcast. And of course, we start talking about Real Madrid's game against Sevilla um, you know, a game that that was really an even matched game for me in my eyes, the way I saw it. And um, number one, Real Madrid, of course, everybody's happy because they're just they're four points ahead of the second place Atletico Madrid, and that is something that that is that is good because we we keep stretching that margin against the the second best uh, team right now. And of course, with Atletico Madrid, is not an easy team to keep to, to fight this Liga with. Because La Liga last season was won by them. And, they, you know, you can say that they were the best team last season. I mean, you know, Real Madrid fought, but they couldn't They couldn't win that, that Liga. But, I mean, Real Madrid is doing well when it comes to results, when it comes to winning games. There's always something about Madrid that, that overcomes their opponents. There's, always, there's something always happens, especially in Champions League. Now, the thing here is that Real Madrid had to come from behind to beat Sevilla 2-1 uh, this Sunday, you know, with their credentials as league leaders on full display. They had to win this game. If not, they would have been just one point away from, from Atletico. And let's be honest, the win came at a good time uh, for Los Blancos. It's Real Sociedad lost the way at Espanol. They lost their game, and that helped Real Madrid get away a little bit from them, and also, in this case, from Atletico Madrid. 
uh, which means that the, the the Basque club is now falls behind four points as well. And so they're tied in second place with Atletico Madrid. And, you know, as you know, that Barcelona and the big teams in La Liga, Barcelona, they suck. Atletico Madrid, you know, in Champions League are sucking as well. But they always are and they always come through. They're always strong and come through for La Liga. So you got to watch out for that. Now, there's a lot of things that Julian Lopetegui said after the match. And we're going to get into that a little bit later in the episode. But, man, let's just give a big shout out to Vinicius Jr. I mean, tremendous, tremendous football being played by this kid, man. You know, he 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 is definitely, well, he's becoming one of the best players in the world. And I'm always hesitant to say that. I'm always somebody that's not going to uh, give out nicknames or this is the next that, this is the next this. But Vinicius is proven this season, proven. Now he is proven, once again, no pun intended, that he is becoming if not the best player of La Liga and one of the best players in European football. And of course, the most important football is played in Europe. And with that being said, you know, becoming the the one of the best players in the world right now, you know, I, and I'm telling you what, I think Vinicius is at a better spot than Neymar and he got, he got injured, Neymar did this past weekend. So, but you know, he's playing a lot better than him. And to be honest with you, he is playing to me at the same level as Mbappe. To, to me, he's playing at the same level as Kylian Mbappé. So, uh, you know, my, a lot of people might not agree. A lot of people will agree. I don't know. But, of course, if you ask me, and, and I always tell people, please feel free to leave us a voice message on the podcast. That way I can play it on the next episode and I can answer to you and we can kind of discuss what's going on. And maybe later on we can do interview phone calls, phone call droppings live so you guys can tell me your side of the story but if you ask me which one you prefer Vinicius or Killian well I mean that that's uh that's not a fair question it's like it's like choosing between your mom and your dad you know it's not it's not easy and um but I gotta tell you Vinicius is playing terrific football terrific football and for me he's playing better than than Killian Mbappe now if you tell me if you if I have to choose one of course I might lean towards the player that's been proven longer on, on European football. You know, this year for Vinicius has been the breakaway year. Has been the year that he is definitely just going out, playing terrific football. He's less, um, I mean, like last season, it was just hard. It was just hard to, to see him play because, I mean, he, he he was just all over the place. And I think to be, to, to the start of this season, he was still all over the place like he wasn't he he just needed to take a step back just calm down calm down i mean and he does still have a lot of those things in his game right now a lot of those bad assets as i like to call it and he he will have to figure out how to how to you know fix that but he's done a terrific job right now he, he's doing an amazing job he's doing i mean just that goal that he scored i mean come on let's talk about that that goal that he scored against Sevilla, the last one, the second goal for Madrid. I mean, man, man, it, it, you know, I think he 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 shot that ball so effortless. He shot it so effortless that it, it's scary. It's scary. I mean, I mean, you know, I was looking at it out of nowhere, just right to the angle of the goal. You can't shoot the football better than that. You can't kick the football better than that. And, um, you know, that's just something that he's added to his repertoire. 
I think that it's always been easier to say that, you know, Vinicius been scoring a lot of goals this season. Definitely. But that was, to me, the most important thing for him to learn, to score goals. However, I'm not, I'm of course, and I'm, I've been saying it, I'm impressed with the goal that he scored, you know, the second goal for Madrid. But to me, that's something that he's always been clear in my head. It's always been clear that he can do that. He can do that because he's that type of player. And in the, you know, the 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 plays that he makes where he goes one way and then ends up going the other way, you know, typical Brazilian footballer, then that I always thought he can do that. You know, I always thought he could do that. My 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 thing was always can he score? Can he learn how to score a football? like uh like a striker like a center striker which means being in the smaller box against the goalkeeper the goalkeeper facing you and you learn how to score the football like a striker like kind of like Karim Benzema kind of like Samuel Eto'o kind of like um Ibrahimovic you know those type of players can he do that now he's not going to be able to be in that position he can't play as a center striker but he's going to end up in those situations during the match because Kareem Benzema is always going to be good at creating plays give him that 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 pass where he's going to be face to face with the goalkeeper and the goal can he score in that situation that was the question for me last all last season and the, the reason why to be honest with you I wanted him out of Madrid I did because I, I mean this dude he's going to be faced with that with that with that type of play all the time so can he figure out how to score under the the goal, you know, under the goal. Can he score face-to-face to the goalkeeper? And to be honest with you, it was rough watching them last season. And, of course, the season before that, it was just rough. It was just rough. But Zidane, also his, his manager, he did not have faith in him to be able to do that. And he didn't give him as many opportunities. He There was a lot of things going on last season with Madrid, not only with uh, Vinicius, but also with Hazard still going on also things that were happening and are still going on with with Bale who is more than likely bound to leave Madrid and you know a lot of these players weren't being accounted for by by Madrid side in this case I'm speaking on on Zinedine Zidane's Zidane's decisions I mean they weren't accounted for by him and you can say that Vinicius young player Somebody that's learning how Madrid works, how Real Madrid works, the pressure and everything. You can say that he needed another shot. He needed another opportunity. And this season under Carlo Ancelotti, he's definitely taken that opportunity. He hasn't taken it for granted for sure. And Ancelotti, I mean, he's he, we're going to speak of what he said in a little bit. And, and you know, he, he has all his trust put on Vinicius. And he's done that. And you can see now that Vinicius has proven him right and when when a player feels like, like backed up by a coach he'll do great things now, of course you got to have the talent and you know that Vinicius he has a tremendous talent and, you know he's able to to do things that most people can't and most defenders cannot contest the plays that he makes so you know just great great football play by Vinicius I think he's he's on his way up he, you know he is. A lot of people laughed at the fact that a lot of uh, journalists, a lot of people said that he wasn't worth being a Ballon d'Or um, 
And man, right now, I'm not saying he needs to win it this season or next next year. You know, we, we don't know who's going to win it uh, this time. And we'll find out in a few hours. But I mean, Vinicius looks pretty good. He looks pretty good. He looks like a future Ballon d'Or. I mean, I'm talking about in a couple years where, I mean, where he's going to be undisputed. If he continues this, there ain't no way they can stop him. There is no way they can stop him. I mean, he played tremendous uh, the Classico. They couldn't stop him. Minguesa, Dest, they, they could not stop Vinicius Jr. And then you come to this last game here against Sevilla where he literally, I mean, he, he, he gave Madrid the win himself. You can say... You know, we, we can start talking about what Julian Lopetegui said, you know, and, and a lot of things I'm not going to, you know, say exactly everything. I would play the audio, but of course it's in Spanish and, and this is an English speaking channel, so there would be no sense in that. But a lot of things that, that Lopetegui said about after the match against Real Madrid said that Real Madrid basically are not worthy of the 2-1 win. And quote unquote, he said, I am left with a bitter taste like the whole team because we have not deserved to be defeated. He said, I even think that if any team has deserved the three points, it has been us. But football, it is what it is. And more on this field. It is not enough to dominate for 75 minutes and miss chances. And at the end, he said, of course, more can be done because it has not reached us. We put a lot of effort but sometimes that doesn't work here. When you have Real Madrid with one foot on the neck, you have to squeeze them. I mean, you know, strong words for by, by Julian Lopetegui. And he was really adamant that Real Madrid just weren't worthy of the win. You know, he that's what those are the words that he said. And I mean, quote unquote, the exact words that he said. And uh, I mean, you can say that Sevilla, you know, did a good game. I don't know about seven, 75 minutes of, uh, of domination by them. I mean... I don't know. You know they had good good plays, and of course, um, a, a lot of a lot of those plays could have been, uh, you know, resulted resulted in goals by Sevilla. But I mean, Real Madrid is Real Madrid, man. They can. It's so hard to understand how a team can. Well, if you take the things that Lupetegui said, in fifty, it took fifteen minutes for Real Madrid to turn a two to one. Uh, a win in their favor just 15 minutes you know because something i mean madrid had to do something good to be able to score two goals and of course you can say vinicius it was just a vinicius play you know i mean he, he made a tremendous play but that doesn't mean that real madrid deserved the win you can say that i mean it is what it is but at the end of the day you're always going to say real madrid won the game so now carlo ancelotti also came out and talked and i mean he you know he, he was just happy about the win and about the goal that Vinicius scored. I mean, he just said that he's got something special about him, and that is true. You know, he he, he is a different type of player, and of course, he said he he scored an outstanding goal, and he celebrated it pretty good. I mean, he he was loud and, and throwing his fist in the air. So, and also Casemiro said it was a great game and a hard-earned win for uh, for the match against against Sevilla. So that's something to to keep in mind that Real Madrid will have to better some things. But I mean, Real Madrid has gotten a lot better since the start of the season let's be honest with each other a lot better a lot better so um we have to give an injury update on eden hazard as real madrid is preparing for the athletic club match against 
against no pun intended athletic club and uh this is a match that was postponed a match that was postponed this season and it's going to get played now it, i think it was supposed to be before barcelona yeah th this match was supposed to be played before the classico and of course it got postponed and now it is going to get played but we, we have to see if any hazard is going to be able to return for that match you know and, and even he, if he's able to return for training and um you, you know real madrid remain without at least two players now remember that most la liga clubs are in copa del rey action this week as well but carlo ancelotti's men will play their la liga game in hand taking on athletic club ahead of that clash on wednesday night real madrid have already returned to training Danny Sabalos and Gareth Bale were not part of the group that trained today as they continue to build towards, a, you know, respective returns from injury. We know that Gareth Bale is a lost cause and he's going to go where he belongs and he's out of Madrid. I don't know. I don't, I don't care where he goes, but he needs to be out of Madrid. And Eden Hazard, going back to him, uh, he did play some, but according to Mundo Deportivo, um, Hazard took part in the session but was pulled out earlier it's just um, a precautious thing but it was already playing that way so they're trying to go easy on him it, it, he is somebody that that's probably going to leave madrid as well they talk about a lot of clubs that are interested one of them being newcastle united one of the richest clubs right now in the world so definitely something to to keep in mind of course real madrid wants to keep trying him you know i mean they have him there already so but if he's still being hurt then you can't do nothing about it. I mean, the Belgian has struggled with muscular injury of late and is working towards a return. This is what we're hearing. And I mean, he's not out of the, the match on Wednesday. So he could play, but we don't know when, when that's going to be. It might be to the latest Saturday's game against Real Sociedad uh, might be just a more realistic game for, for him. All right. And now let's start talking about the Ballon d'Or, the Golden Ball, however you want to call it. Um, as it seems like Real Madrid star Karim Benzema is likely to come up short for this for this time around. It seems like the rumors, the information, everything leads that Lionel Messi will be the Ballon d'Or this year. And even there's rumors that they might give out the the Golden Ball to uh, for the 2020 year as well. So that opens up, you know. You can tell that that's going to probably would be for Lewandowski and or Lewandowski, however you want to say it. And uh, this season could be could have been uh, Benzema, but it doesn't seem like it's going to happen, man. It doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Patrice Ibra, he played for Manchester United. Of course, nothing is official yet. And he came out on his on his Twitter or one of his accounts. And he said, congratulations to Lionel Messi on winning his seventh Golden Ball. And as we know, if you know, if you're a United follower, you know that Ibra has been really, uh, he's not a friend, he's not a fan of Lionel Messi. And that was just a post with a lot of irony and sarcasm in in the post. So, I mean, it, it seems like he's going to win it. Everything seems like leading that he is going to get this, um, this Ballon d'Or. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll wait until the official word. But, I mean, it's just it's just unfortunate that Kareem Benzema is not rewarded for a great season that he's been having. I think he's been playing at a high level. I think he lowered that in these, these past few games. 
But I mean, he's still playing great football and very important for the success of Vinicius Jr. If you know anything about soccer, about football, you know that if you watch Real Madrid, Benzema has been key to Vinicius' success because he's always playing with him. He's always creating plays, filtrated passes, doing everything he can to make him succeed. Of course, you need the talent, and that's what Vinicius has. But, I mean, you, you know, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope the information is wrong, but it doesn't seem like Kareem Benzema is expected uh, to win this this season. But, if I mean, tell me what you think about this year's Ballon d'Or. Tell me what you think all about it. Give me a, Leave me a voice message so I can play it on the next episode. Please let me know what you think. I will play it on the next episode. I will answer to you and, you know, we'll create debate as well. So please feel free to do that. And we'll end this episode, quick episode, with the information about David Alaba. He suffered a minor knee sprain without any ligament damage or tear against the game with Sheriff. He did. He was in doubt of playing against Sevilla, but he ended up playing anyway. And he was he was really key for that game, of course. But there's rumors and people saying a lot of people commented on social media saying that you know they think that he's gonna his injury got worse th throughout the week. And I just want to say that it's not true. It's, he's good to go. He's good to go. It was just a minor strain. You know, he felt perfectly for the match against Sevilla, and he did a tremendous game. And, um, you know, he's good to go. He's, he's fine and looking forward to play against Athletic Club. So that is that is it for the information today about Real Madrid. You know, everything that's going on with the greatest club in the world. And, uh, I mean, feel free to leave us messages. Feel free to leave us comments. Anything that you can do to get our attention, please just leave us a voice a voice message and we'll play it here on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, Real Madrid Talk, guys. Thank you so much once again. I will never stop thanking you because you guys are doing, you guys are making this this podcast grow pretty, pretty fast. I mean, I'm not saying it's incredibly listened to a lot of, you know, I'm not saying that it's in the, in the thousands, hundreds, hundreds of thousands, but is that people i appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to the podcast i do so thank you so much if you are a real madrid fan consider subscribing consider following us on your favorite platform we're on google podcast spotify apple podcast i mean we're we're everywhere so thank you so much and like i always say we'll hear you next time